We have the Biker Boy online today. That would be Ray Aramini to talk today about the Covenant Soup Kitchen's Plunge for Hunger. Mr. Aramini, nice to have you joining us for this morning. Have you been involved in every one of these plunges for hunger? Yeah, I, good morning, Wayne. Yeah, I, I have. It's, uh, it started, this is our 10th, so 10 years ago, we started doing this on a very, very humble basis where um, we were trying, the rugby team at Eastern was trying to raise money to support uh, two of the guys on the rugby team that were doing a bike ride from Washington, D.C., to Willimantic, Nick and Patrick, Nick and Patrick's Ride for Hunger. And um, we came up with the idea of jumping in the Natchaug River as a fundraiser to meet their expenses. It was a great time. There was probably, oh, I don't know, maybe three dozen people total, mostly rugby guys and then some folks from the community. And at the end of it, the president of the rugby team, Christian uh, Archiolo, nicknamed Donkey, came up to me and said, we're doing this again next year. I said, we don't need to. I said, it's done. He said, look around. He said, this is just, this is just goodness that's happening. And so we did it again and again and again. So this is year 10. Well, Ray, let's uh, give, as Paul Harvey would say, the rest of the story. People don't just jump in the Natchaug River at Lauder Park. Can you paint me a visual image of what many of these people are wearing as they get wet in wintertime? I cannot paint you an image. No, it's just too bizarre. Um, costumes are encouraged. We have people that are dressed as M&Ms. We have people that are dressed as village people. You have people that are dressed as the Hawaiian the Hawaiian punch guy. Um, John was that that year. Uh, we have people that are, are dressed as fish, as people from the Titanic. They're dressed as hula girls, everything imaginable. And what it does is it causes a bit of a, a, a bit of a frenzy where people try to outdo each other and teams try to outdo other teams. And it's a great, it's a great excitement and a great rivalry that we have down there in Water Park. Is it sort of like winter's answer to the boombox parade? Because, you know, here on Main Street on July the 4th, we have some <clears throat> unusual people at that time, too. You're right. And it's similar as far as the love of the community and the free spirit that it has with it. Uh, you know, this is, this is the community's way of really supporting the kitchen and the work that the kitchen does. And that's really, I think, what it comes down to. This started very simply, and it caught fire and is now... You know, the major fire of the kitchen each year. Does anybody go in the Natchaug River wearing a kitty hat? Smitty, Smitty doesn't go. <laughs> yes, um, I do. There's a group of us that wear the Hello Kitty hat, but our team leader, Scott Smith from Easton, um, he can't go in the water because of his uh, a medical condition with his eyes. But he is. That's what he tells us anyway. That's what he tells us. It's just too cold to go in. But he. Uh, He's always there, and I think that that really, Smitty kind of underscores what we're doing, is that you do what you can and you support the kitchen whatever way you can. You don't have to jump in the river, and especially this year where it's entirely virtual. Right, so for those who don't know, Scott is a uh, former Eastern baseball player. He is a former Eastern baseball assistant coach, and he's the equipment man in the athletic department at Eastern Connecticut State University. I, I don't know what he does to keep busy these days because not a lot of sports are going on up there. But, uh, Ray, you, you would know this. Is he maybe the, the, the best person on the entire campus at Eastern? Smitty is. Yeah, Without just want to let, let, let people know just who Smitty is, because he's referred to on that commercial that uh, that you, you talk about as well. Now, 
2021, things have changed. How have things changed with the 10th Covenant Soup Kitchen plunge for hunger? Well, it, it's funny, Wayne. We, I talked to one of my one of the alumni who has been active since the beginning of this. His name is Andrew Vada, and he had sent me a text. He said, "What is crazier this has been?" But we're still doing the plunge, right? And the bottom line is that we we couldn't do the plunge safely to have you know. 300, 250, 300 people jumping in the water and another 600 people or 500 people or whatever number on the beach at Lauder Park, especially since there's a singular exit and entrance. So what we would, what we decided to do is go virtual this year where people can do plunges of their own wherever they want to or however they want to and then upload the video to our Facebook page, still collect the donations, still direct people to covenantsoupkitchen.org, click on the polar bear and make your donations. So, the need of the soup kitchen hasn't changed as far as the amount of people. Actually, it has. It's, it's grown as exponentially. But Is that because of the pandemic? Indeed, it is, yes. So, now, do you have a goal set for this year, and maybe it's higher than last year's goal? We kind of do. You know, as always, the Jeffrey P. Austin Family Foundation, run by Eileen Austin, has has made this catch on fire years and years ago where she said as we were going to a rugby match that she would match dollar for dollar up to $50,000. This year she has the foundation has matched up to $60,000, which is incredible. But having said that, the Pajot Trust run by Mike Palin and, and <clears throat> excuse me, Patrick Prue of Prue Law Group put another $20,000 match. So we have $80,000 on the table that we want to match. And so this this year, with the expenditures and the craziness and the amount of people that have been fed here at the kitchen, as well as that amount of money on the table, we're really going to have to have a, an effort to to meet that meet that goal. Um, so, the, so the goal is to not leave a dollar on the table. So we have eighty thousand dollars. So if we raise eighty thousand dollars as as individual plungers or donors or sponsors, then our goal is one hundred sixty thousand dollars, and that is a substantial bite and substantially needed the event takes place on saturday february the 6th how do people sign up to take part you go to covenantsoupkitchen.org and you just it's not unlike the boombox parade where you just show up so you you can download a form collect from your friends and family and co-workers and enemies and you can you can just mail the money into soup the soup kitchen or you can donate online but let's make it quite clear here, Ray, that no one on February the 6th, at least in theory, will be actually jumping in the Natchaug River for the first time in 10 years. Give me some of the ideas that you've heard how people will take part in the plunge for hunger without actually plunging in the Natchaug. We have had people jump in a body of water. We've had people jump in the ocean. We have had people jump in kiddie pools. We had one kid just sit in a hot tub and collect money. Um, other people will throw buckets of water at each other, uh, fight with hoses outside. So the idea of water balloon fights, squirt gun fights, so the idea of being able to kind of limp along, kind of keep this really active for this year while we, we work our way through something that is far more serious than a, than, than a, a dip in the water is, is being safe through this pandemic. Um, and just, just be creative with what what we can do as far as making it fun, safe, and legal. Does it necessarily have to be 
cold water, which is how this whole thing really took off 10 years ago. You know, people jumping in the river in the middle of wintertime there. Could you do a video of you taking a hot shower? Hey, sure, sure. We're gonna, we've had that, we've had that as well. We've had people in a bubble bath. We've had all sorts of different, different, um, teasers so far. We had one idiot down in Florida, Colin Rice, actually jumping in a, in a, in a pool. So I was pretty pleased with that one as well. Idiot in Florida, huh? Okay. <laughs> and uh, by the way, if, if you do the video of taking a shower, hot or cold, um, does it have to be like G rated? Yeah, I would think so. It's a soup kitchen, man. Just so, want to yeah. make sure how that works out. All right, so so I I, I put a video of myself taking a hot shower. Let's not go there. Uh, I take that video. Then what do I do? How does that become part of the plunge? What you do is you uh, put it on your Facebook page and then share it with the soup kitchen, Covenant Soup Kitchen, on Facebook. Is there a way that, that really, that because of the pandemic and the way that the plunge has had to change this year, that you might actually get more publicity out of this than you would have in a normal year? I, I think so. It's also, Wayne, it's also a, a, a little bit of a different year. Um, last year, uh, we lost, on Christmas Day, we lost a board member um, and, a, and a massive supporter of the soup kitchen, and her name was Olga Isis. And Olga was, was everything that you'd look for in a volunteer. We renamed the soup kitchen, the Plunge for Hunger this year, and it's a bit of a long name, but it is the Olga, the 10th annual Olga Eases Plunge for Hunger to Benefit Covenant Soup Kitchen sponsored by Eastern Connecticut Rugby. So let's not get that on a t-shirt, but this is, this is what the name of this year's plunge is. Um, and I think what it is is that Olga was a problem solver. So if there was an issue, she would figure out a way to deal with it. And I think that we have an issue this year. We can't do it safely, so we found out a way around it. We found a way to deal with it, not unlike how the folks at the soup kitchen do it every day. What is The answer is yes. What is the question? What is the problem? Because we will meet that need in this community. You know, during this pandemic, they never closed. They never missed a meal. Not one meal was missed during this entire time. We had to change how we do it. We had to serve outside. We had to figure out a different way. But I think when a lot of times people just said, you know what, man, I can't do this, Credit to the folks at the kitchen that said, yes, we're going to do it, and let's figure out how. You know, doing something right isn't always easy, and they're always doing something right. Yeah, and some of the people that serve food at the Covenant Soup Kitchen actually are wearing long pants. Do you think you'll ever do that, Ray? <sighs> Wayne, i got to be honest. I'm wearing them right now. I was outside. Show. You're wearing long pants? Is this the first time in your life? No, nah, this is the first time since the last snowstorm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Uh, it's some days you just have to choke it out and do it. But you know, if you if you want to wear long pants and jump jump in a hot body of water, cold body of water, and play, put it up on the Facebook page for the plunge, I'd love to see it, and I, I'll sponsor it as well. well. Let me just tell you that, that I drive by the Covenant Soup Kitchen quite often. Thankfully, I don't need the services of that, but it it almost is a highlight of my day, which may speak volumes to my life. That I drive by and there's all the people that are there, both the customers and also the people that work, and they're all at this time of the year. They're all wearing long pants, but you can always spot Ray. Ray Armini, the guy that's wearing the shorts. Hey, by the way, we we affectionately called you the biker boy because you bike for bread and you did the Canada to Willimantic thing, you did the coast to coast thing with Aaron Kupak and all that. Uh, would you do something, perhaps for this year's Covenant Soup Kitchen Olga Isis Plunge for Hunger 2021, sponsored by Eastern Connecticut Rugby, and no, it won't fit in a T-shirt, uh, involving a bicycle 
or do you not want to get your bike wet? Somebody wants to sponsor, I gladly would. How would they go about doing that, Ray? Do they call you? How do they contact you? How do they say, I want to support the biker boy? Well, you could go to uh, Eastern Connecticut Rugby's Facebook page and leave me a message. That would be great. I like that little idea, but we didn't plan on going down that road this morning. Now, you have people who take part in the plunge individually, hopefully raising money along the way, but don't you also have groups, whether it's families or organizations or uh, things like that? Absolutely. We have had that since the onset where you have groups of people that will go in as a family that have done this for, you know, years now. We have groups of people from the Hampton area that go in as M&Ms or fish or flamingos or, or whatever, whatever they are dressed as. Um, we have, we have people that have, you know, for time after time after time, then just they'll show up and then like meet the people that they saw last year and there's their team. So it's, it's different this year where you're going to have to be a little bit more planful as far as, you know, finding a place other than just showing up at Water Park and, you know, uh, if you're going to do this as a team event. So there's, I know that there's a group of people on the rugby team alumni that are going out to the other side of the state to a guy who has a cabin out there, and they're going to jump in a, a rather shallow uh, lake. Speaking of other side of the state, do you get response from the plunge from outside the state? You mentioned the idiot in Florida. What kind of out-of-state response do you get to this? Well, I think it goes to the reach of the actual individual plunger. I know that my niece has been doing this for probably seven years now, and she gets sponsors from all over New England and the country because of of her connections as well as my brother's connections. My sister and brother-in-law and nephew from New Hampshire, now they they get a bunch of donations from the New Hampshire area as well as Maine, Massachusetts, uh, Vermont. So it it depends on how who you are as a, as a plunger. But I also think that people that have supported the kitchen in the past, people that know the kitchen, it doesn't matter where they are. They know that the good work is going on here. And this fiscal year, they expect to serve more than 700,000 meals to those in need. Just taking a little side trip here to the Covenant Soup Kitchen, Ray. In particular here, January 27, 2021, what are some of the things that right now the kitchen needs the most? I would say, you know, your your your, your peanut butters, your one-can meals, your uh, tuna fish. You need always, we always, always need diapers we, and wipes. Um, feminine hygiene products, any type of shampoos and soaps and conditioners, things like that. Anything that you can use in your house, uh, the, ki- the kitchen can use here as, a, as a, cons- um, a product. And to put a lid on things here today, the date is Saturday, February 6th. But unlike prior years, isn't most of this year and the participants, aren't they doing their things before February the 6th? That's kind of how it works this year. Yeah, they are, and then most of the people will be posting them on that day. So it's kind of like February 6th is, is the day to post your plunge, but you can do the plunge anytime you want. You just capture it with a video or a picture and, and send it on in. Post it and share it. All the information is on the Covenant Soup Kitchen's webpage. That's where I printed out some of the information I've got here today. You can enter on that. The 10th anniversary of the Plunge for Hunger, now called the Covenant Soup Kitchen Olga Isis Plunge for Hunger 2021, sponsored by Eastern Connecticut Rugby, and Eastern Rugby coach Ray Aramini joins us this morning. Biker boy, always a pleasure. Thanks for stopping by. Wayne, pleasure. Thank you very much for your time. You are welcome. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 on the FM dial.